Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the very latest Chats with Charlie podcast with me, Charlie Lawson, BNI National Director for the UK and Ireland. And it's a great pleasure today to have a special guest, BNI member Lisa Clunes with us. Hey, Lisa, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Good, good to have you with us. Uh, you know, we love to have BNI members on that have an interesting story to share about their business or uh, perhaps something that, you know, they've got expertise that they could share and uh, and help other BNI members out. That's what we, we love to be able to do if we possibly can. So let's introduce you, tell her, you introduce yourself properly. Uh, you know, you're in, you've been in branding for a long time, um, but I, I guess a lot of people when they think of branding, I'm talking people who don't know anything about the branding industry, will see a, I don't know, a shop logo, high street logo and think, well, that's their brand. But there's a lot more to it than that, isn't there? Yeah, your brand is not your logo. It's not your website. It's only that's <laughs> one small proportion of it. So branding is what people are going to say about you when you're not in the room, um, basically. So oh, we're, we're talking reputation here. As reputation, much, yeah, your reputation. Uh, why people do business with you, what your values are, your mission, all that, that that know, like and trust factor is what you want to bring in to your brand. So you get brand loyalty um, and people will come back time and time again. And that is what branding is about. It's the emotional connection they have with your business. Yeah, I love that. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously this applies for in terms of getting customers, but I mean, given we're focusing BNI members, we're trying to help get people to refer us. So, you know, building relationships with people and hoping to, uh, you know, to get referrals from our, our, our contacts. It applies in networking just as much, doesn't it? You know, to, for people to be comfortable to refer you in a, in a no like trust, um, you know, in the no like trust process, you've got to feel comfortable putting the other person forward haven't you it's not just about the company it's about the person behind it well people do business with people so you've got to every that first touch point I do a lot of work with personal branding as well um so the they that first introduction to somebody people will remember so if you're very friendly and you're very open people remember that um, if you're not confident, that will show as well. Um, mm. So there's different ways of mindset I work with my clients with to give them a bit more confidence. There's all part of the brand journey, um, yeah. how you're perceived. And I, and I guess, I mean, before we get into maybe some of some of your, your real expertise, it, it feels like that traditionally people might have said, well, this is the sort of, quote, fluffy side of, uh, of business. And, you know, I'm sure. I, I don't know. Have you have you encountered people pushing back and saying, "Well, come on, why do we need to do this? You know, we, this is about business. This is about numbers. This is about you know making profit." Blah blah. All those kind of very more traditional. We've got to um, be getting ahead in business. Do you have you found you had to educate on that or or All push back against that? <laughs> All the time. Um, <laughs> I do find everybody thinks the marketing and the branding side are all the nice little little bits. And they are yeah. the fluff, they think they're the fluffy side. Um, but you've got to have a strategy there. So yeah. I do a lot of work with clients where it's looking at their strategy of mm. how to build their brand. So you've got to look at what those figures are. You Google analytics, how, how certain campaigns are working. So it's a very mathematical sometimes way that you're looking at people's businesses to see what works what doesn't work um and likes don't mean anything that's one thing i would say on social media 
if somebody has got millions of likes, they might not have a lot of business. They might just have paid yeah, for it, likes. It's so, so tempting to look at those. Side, yeah. You know, right, yeah, with you, with you on that. So, no, good to hear then that for potentially what might be termed fluffy, and I'm not saying my words. That's just very generally. <laughs> you've actually got you use data analytics numbers. That's that, that's uh, that, that's yeah. that's good 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 to hear. Well, let, let's get into to the meeting. I mean, one of the the key things you really focus on is the the psychology of color, and I'd love to love to get your take on this. So, what, what, tell tell us about how color really uh, impacts us. It, well, color it has an emotional attraction. So, you know, you think. The big brands, they have got, they know colour has that psychological effect on people. So you have Tiffany Blue, and that is the name of that colour, and it's related to Tiffany's. Um, You've got the purple of um, Cadbury's. They have actually trademarked that purple. So taking them, I mean, this is coming from me knowing nothing about branding. So purple and Cadbury's, let's just use that one for a sec. What, why does, is it just something in that deep down inside of this that says purple chocolate? That what what, what is going on there? Yeah, it's that recognizable. There's a lot of uh, color psychology goes on in supermarkets and um, retail and branding for that product-based stuff from, um, because, you know, there's like blues you you keep away with within food because blue is uh, not a good – it's not natural product mm. within food. You know, green is or red is or something. So you'll find on packaging there's not a huge amount of blue out there because it's, it's – psychologically it's a warning sign you know it's well, next time i'm in sainsbury's i'm going to be checking out yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, i've not thought of it like that but yeah, yeah and it's right. it's very very clever the the way that they put things out there um and it's all to do with with market research with science it's how the brain patterns work according to certain colors and that <laughs> that depends on what part of the world you you are as well so as a designer, I always have to say to clients, right, when, where, where do you want that business to go in five, ten years' time? Do you want it to go international? Do you want it to go to worldwide? Because those colours are going to be meant different in certain cultures. That's so a great, that's a all great that sort of side that you've got to get involved in. Yeah, so it, you know, let, let, I mean, wanted to make this relevant to to BNI members in terms of what they can take from this because I'm sure some people probably be thinking, look, I'm just a small business owner, I just want to you want to keep doing my stuff, and you know, they're not necessarily going to be thinking like. But that's a great point if you are looking to expand and if you wanted to get internationally, you'd have to think about give us give us a for instance an easy for instance then where if you wanted to you know trade in America for example, I'm just picking a picking a country there. What 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 sort of things would you be thinking about? Well, obviously, they're, they're very similar to UK a lot of the time. Let's go Asia. Asia. Let's go Southeast <laughs> yeah, it's, Asia. Sorry. It's like yeah. you think of, um, like, wedding, for, say, wedding dresses. Yeah. Now, wedding dresses, people automatically think of white. Now, in China, white means death. So their wedding dresses are red. Wow. So there's different, um, and I've worked for... Um, I worked for Shell International for years as one of their brand managers. And um, there are certain colours you wouldn't use in the Middle East because it's it's got a very negative 
Yeah, and you just unless you're aware of that, you're just not going yeah. to think about it, are you? Yeah. yeah. No, so point. there is there is you know certain areas that you want to do business with. There is certain colours, but one colour that is very, totally universal is blue. Nobody objects to blue because it's a natural colour. It's a sky. It's a sea. Things like that. So a lot that is the biggest colour that is used within logos is blue. I hadn't um, thought of it that way, but yes, I, I, yeah, because you know, it's a trust. It. Yeah. You know, yeah, so there's trust. loads and loads of insurance people, people like that that have or lawyers and things like that have got blue. But obviously, you've got millions of hues and tones of blues, and depending what um, age group you're you're mm. hitting, because then you've really got to know your target audience. Um, then you will go if you were going to a younger generation you're going to go for more of a brighter blue where yeah. if you're going to more traditional then you're probably going to go for a more midnight blue so it all depends you really got to know your audience who you want to aim to to find that right color or that right tone that is going to attract the audience you really want yeah, love that, love that, definitely. Um, and I mean, we're talking a lot about bigger brands there, and you know, maybe sort of bigger uh, cultural influences around the world. Let, let's turn it to small business for a second. I mean, you, you're obviously in BNI. You have uh, you get referrals from BNI. Who, who are you typically helping? Who, who's who's a I mean, good bit of promotion for you as well. But who who would typically be a someone that uh, would be a good client for you? Um, within Thrive Studios, which is my agency. I specialise, my main clients are professional services. So they're IT, they're finance, um, lawyers, the legal profession. Um, and all those have got, you know, they can be one-man bands, they can be accountants, they can just be small startup companies, but you never know where how they're going to develop. You know, through BNI, I can see, you know, I've developed my business and change my business slightly as more a consultant now um, because I know that that side is what's missing for a lot for a lot when I'm talking one-to-ones and things like that so there's each business you have to look in a different way it doesn't branding doesn't matter whether you're a, a one startup business or somebody who's a multi-million pound corporate company the principles of branding are always there, no matter how big you are. It's just those big boys have got bigger budget. Yeah. But yeah. they're, and that's more for campaigns and things like that. But the principles, the basic principles, the foundations of a brand doesn't make a difference what size company you are. Absolutely. I mean, can you give us an example of perhaps a, a recent client who you've done uh, done some work for and, and, and what that's really done maybe actually before what it's done for them, where were they before you showed up, if you like, uh, and, you know, what difference have you made to, made for them? Is, is there someone that comes to mind? Well, there's quite a few. I mean, some people have rebranded after having one-to-ones with me because I'm saying, you know, it can be very old-fashioned there and they want to get the youngsters into their business. I mean, you, you one, one of my I work with quite a few St. James's Place um, clients that have just, they've totally rebranded. So this is just, get, I'm sure most listeners would be aware, St. James has placed the uh, financial. The finance uh, wealth yeah, management exactly company. Um, they were very traditional, very, um, you know, it would be the loyalty was there and the font was very, very traditional. They had the lion and 
um, the court building. With, with finance, you're trusting them with your money, aren't you? It's that trusting you want, thing. You want that. To they be, have yeah. completely changed their brand altogether. You would never recognise it now. Um, and they're trying to attract the younger generation. So it's quite trendy. Um, they've got the Tiffany blue in there. They've got navy. They've got um, – it is completely different look and feel. And it's showing you have to move with the times. Branding is all about evolving and going with what what the next generation need. Um, but keeping those their values and what they're all about is all the same. But it's just they've changed their – their brand identity, their look, their feel, um, to attract that new generation. Yeah, I mean that's it, it's. It, it, we're on an audio version here, so you can't. You know, you want you want to see the visual. So I've just googled them quickly now, and just yeah, immediately you can see that. It's uh, completely different, isn't it? It's changed. Yeah, to- totally. And yeah. you'll have to you'll have to go and Google it yourself if you. If you <laughs> want to. Well, I mean, do you think it, it's it's all about then? bringing in new business? Is that, is that their raison d'etre for doing that? Is yeah, it just to yeah. attract that, that's it, the, the sole thing? The thing is, with the younger generation now, I mean, I'm I'm like in my early 50s, so I've been doing this you're, you're, the younger, you're the younger generation, that's what I, I'm Well, yeah. in my head I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, I've been doing this 30 years, so I've seen development, obviously, branding has changed really dramat- dramatically over the years. And it's more important now than it's ever been um, because everything's on social. So, And it's a crowded market, so you really have to get into that. Mm. So you've really got to stand out from the crowd. Um, and, and the younger generation, they don't want um, – they'll take notice of what them, their mums and dads have said, and but they will research, they will investigate a lot more. They will make their own decisions because it's so easy for them to do that with mm. Google and all that. So they've got to, like St. James's Place, have to look, right, how are we going to stand out that we're not the fuddy-duddy um, company that that younger generation might think we are? We're up to the minute. We know we're, we're trendy. We're, you know, we know right, what right, every yeah. direction or every age group wants, and that's what they're trying to put across. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, in BNI recently, well, it was a couple of years ago. Now it was early stage of the pandemic. BNI went through a complete rebrand yeah. and went from something that felt—it always felt to me quite old-fashioned. The previous brand, and then something comes, you know, it looks fresh and modern. And inevitably, you get the question: I, oh, someone's been paid millions of pounds to come up with, the, you know, writing BNI in three different, you know. But it's it's so much more than that, isn't it? Just understanding the uh, the you know the thought process that people go through when it comes. I mean. I'm, I'm pre- we haven't prepped this before. You you, you saw BNI's old brand. You see BNI's yeah. new brand. How, how how does what do you think's gone on there? Do you, from your perspective, well, it's gone from very eighties yeah. look, and there's, it's there's, very there's dark. No argument here, by the way. Don't, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> no, it was very eighties. It was very very dated. Um, and to be honest, there is a. It was very American. Yeah. It was very American. It wasn't um, – and now they've freshened the red up. You know, it's quite bright red. It's warm. It's friendly. Um, the font is, you know, it, it's quite – it's not sharp or anything like that now. So it's got that more friendly, up-to-date yeah. feel, um, yeah. which is what they needed to do because 
any organization or networking group, things change, you know, and we've all gone on Zoom now, you know, and we've had to adapt. So everything has to go with the times. You know, we do podcasts, we do training online. Well, we never did that before. So it was all face-to-face. You have to adapt with the times. So it's adapting with the times and things like that to attract those, the fresh approach. Um, which is perfect timing for rebranding the way that when they did it, really. Yeah. I mean, let's just focus on on BNI as well. Obviously, a lot of BNI members, lots of small, uh, very micro businesses. Uh, Maybe some won't be in a position to be rebranding now. Is there any sort of advice you can give give people to, uh, or BNI members to, you know, other little things they could look at or suggestions you could make that, Without giving away all your trade secrets, I, 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 I don't, don't mean that. But you know, little things that people could do to to maybe uh, help present themselves in a better way. I would say the best thing you can do is look at your competitors and see what they're doing and how they're doing it, um, and then look at them what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong, um, and then concentrate on what they're doing wrong and put it your own stamp on it. Make sure you don't do that. <laughs> and make sure you don't do that. Um, because there will be, you know, pe- the, whatever profession you're in, you've always got competitors. But just put your own stamp on it. You know, as I said before, people do business with people. Put that human factor and be authentic. Um, then that will start attracting people a lot more. Yeah, you, you talked at uh, the start about your an emotional connection to the business, and we talk about that in in BNI quite often. Your 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 why, your, the reason you do things. Your what's your yeah. emotional connection to your business? I, I I've been led to understand that that's really important. To sh- I, I like to share why I do what I do and how I got into BNI and why it's so important to me. Um, is that something you advocate people doing that, that they they share you know to, to let people know a bit about themselves as 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 an individual and what drives them as a human being? Oh yeah, I mean I, I'm very much like with my clients with social media when I'm helping them with that. I'm saying to you, you've got to show you your personality. You've got to show who you are. You have to give nowadays. You have to give a percentage of information. Mm. Um, but you don't show when you're showing a personal brand. You're not showing what you had to dinner or what you're, you know, what you're doing totally outside, you know, that's your personal life. But you bring a little bit of your personality into your business to show who you are, especially if you're just you. You need to do that. Um, so, you know, you, you bring that human factor into it. But, yeah, give information away. Um, but obviously don't give everything away um, because you want to get them as clients at the end of the day. But that that's building that trust um because i mean i know through bni there is i have to get to know that person and and build a relationship with them before i would ever refer them because it's my reputation as well so you've got to build that that those one-to-ones within bni are brilliant because you really get to know that person um and that's what builds that relationships up and that doesn't matter whether that's a personal or if that's business they intertwine 
percent. Um, if you got, if, especially if you can find common ground between between yeah. you, you know, you're not always going to find common ground. But even if you don't, and they're into something that you're not, you can see the passion come through when they're talking about it, can't you? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it definitely helps make people more referable. Um, we, we, this is fascinating conversation. Unfortunately, time is always as always against us, uh, and it's, we must start to wrap up. Just, just wanted to check in. Uh, you've been in BNI. You're in Hook chapter if people yeah, want to look you up high flyers book, book high flyers yeah how's it going for you there yeah no it's really good and fantastic bunch and we have good fun as well as doing the business so and we've become such good friends a lot of us now so and that's all part of it which is really nice and, and a last tip for someone you so you've been in bni three years you were saying a tip for uh, if there's a brand new uh, member of bni listening to this what what would your tip be to them it can be on a branding type a personal branding theme as well but what what, what 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 would you be suggesting what would your advice be to a brand new bni member go do those one-to-ones definitely do, one do those one-to-ones i um, thought you were going to say that to me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they no, make it's, hell of a difference it's they good really advice. do good advice uh, lisa it's an absolute pleasure to have you on and to, to chat um, we could carry on chatting for ages but uh, um, i I fear people would uh, switch off after a, a while if we carried on for it all day. Uh, no, genuinely fascinating to hear how some of this uh, plays out. And obviously, we we see we can see that, you know, we were talking about, you can go to the supermarket, you can check out the th sort of things you're talking about. I am definitely going to go to the supermarket and look for some blue packaging because there must be something with blue packaging. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be, t <laughs> be turquoise blue, but there won't be like too much of it there'll be yeah, little bits yeah. of it but not loads well i'm gonna go, go and check it out but in the meantime uh, thank you very much for being on uh, really real real pleasure to talk to you uh, and uh, thank you for those of you who've listened to, for taking the time to tune in really appreciate it we'll see you again uh, soon on the next chats with charlie podcast thank you very much